Welcome to episode four of Ask by the Giant. I'm Michael. And I'm Logan. Welcome. Yeah. Da, 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 da. yeah. <laughs> I thought this song is better than the last one. This is way better. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, how are you guys doing? I hope you, everybody's doing good. Yes. We are back today and we got some exciting news. I want to just dive right into it. 3D printed heart. Yeah. Yeah, that is crazy. Right, we're going to start 3D printing our organs. <laughs> yes. Custom made 3D printed organs. And especially like a heart, which is so important to the human body. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So tell me all about it. You you found it first, right? And yeah, well, I heard about it on, I, list, I listened to various radio stations and this was the uh, more international one. And they said Israel, they did it first in Israel. Um, okay. That they 3D printed a working heart, I believe, and it is. It wasn't. It wasn't like human heart. It was the size of a rabbit's. A rabbit's heart. Yeah. yeah. So is it is it so a human design? Are the hearts in universal? That's like, a great question. Would the heart look different if it's a bunny heart? It, it might, but I don't think so. In principle, it would be probably the same system. Yeah, right? it's still a pump. You, you have a left and the right. Mm -hmm. The ventricles and all that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, how do you three D print a heart? Well, basically the process that I read, um, their three D printer that they were using, it almost looked like it had like a needle, uh, but it was it's not a needle. It's just like a uh, what's it, it's almost like a syringe in which they pump out the liquids. Yes, um, I which, saw the picture. Yeah, which they called it bio ink. Um, that's a very they, good description yeah and they almost used it um, it's not like a traditional 3d printer this was it almost looked like a milling machine where the object moved and the needle stayed so the oh, object was moving okay. which which is just a different style it doesn't change much still the same principle um, and then they they printed it in a little glass cup it almost looked like mm -hmm. and it and it had a solution in it which um, which I'm assuming is a saline solution, um, and then they just kind of printed it out. Yes. So what's the ink? The ink must be some cells, right? Yeah, so the ink comes from a mixture of a blood sample, uh, fat biopsy, which is fat taken from your body, and then they throw in some stem cells and create the injection ink. Okay. And then it just it literally goes around and plops. It doesn't doesn't solidify it literally just plops the cells in place and then it stays and then it stays in the solution and then the cells stay in there for a couple of days and then all of a sudden they just go i'm a i'm a heart cell and we're heart and we need to work together and then and then that's just all that happens i'm alive and i got a pump that's it well they need to train it Okay, so um, you, you so this pretty much means you you add the stem cells, mm -hmm. and from there life creates itself. That's what it seems like, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So, this is ultimately then the source of everything again, right? The stem yes. cells. Yes. How they that's how they talk about it mm -hmm. too. Yeah, because yeah. they guess their stem any, cells are open. Any cell can develop out of the stem cells. Yes. But that also means any. So how do the cells know then? Hey, I'm a heart suddenly. That's a great question because it just they put it in place like in the shape of a heart, yeah. And from there, it's, it's just like just, a print. Yeah. And the cell then 
just kind of knows almost. That's Inst- crazy. Instinctively, maybe there's a there's a proper word for it, but yeah, it's intuitive knowledge or something like that. Okay, so th- that happened in Israel this week. Yes, and is it beating then? Um, they said they had to train it, and they're going to attempt to transplant it. So that's where the problem right now is. Yeah, I heard. I think they there's no way they can make it that it works. Yeah. Right, because they can make it, the cells realize they have a heart, but then they have to train it. Yeah. So th- that's interesting. So the cells can turn into something, mm-hmm. they know that, but they don't know how to utilize what they are then. Yeah, yeah, I'm not too sure. Like, it's, it's, we're not, we're getting more advanced in it. Like, we've we've been 3D printing um, hearts and body parts for a little while, but this was, like, the first one yeah. with, like, organic and... I know, I saw it. It's amazing. Yeah, it and because amazing. They, own, they use the own tissue of the spender, like, yes. the spender is... The, you, the, if you need a heart... The donor, use, yeah. You donor, and then you... The, sorry, you cannot reject it. The recipient. Yeah. Yes, you cannot it. reject it because it's your own cells. That is a, a huge thing, because even if there was a donor... Um, there's other complications that can occur because you have to take what's called immunosuppressant drugs. It's true. So your immune system has to be suppressed so that your body can accept the new Yeah, and they organ. have to take it almost lifetime long, right, sometimes? Um, well, it can, t- it can take a while. Yeah. Um, what I read is that even if the transplant, or even if the transplant is successful, even if the donor um, accepts the heart, they may live for maybe 20 years. Okay. They have a life expectancy after that about twenty years. Mm-hmm. On average. On average, yeah. yeah. It's not for everybody. Sometimes no. it goes longer. Sometimes no, this it goes... this way. Yeah, and then, um, well, me and my wife are watching the show Grey's Anatomy. Okay. And you know, there's, oh, I need a heart. Oh, yeah, don't worry. You know, there's drunk drivers on the road all the time, and it's like, well, that would eliminate the need for someone else to unfortunately get into an accident. Um, I know. And. That's pass how, away. Yes, that's the only way how they get yeah. organs right now. And even then, they they basically or spend somebody to mm-hmm. donors. Yeah, the person has to be basically uh, brain dead because the heart itself has to be beating. As soon as the heart stops, it's considered dead. Okay. And they can't use it. Uh, so there's wow. a lot more complications. Hmm. That's a fine line. Yeah. Oh yeah, it is. It's like you're hopeful <clears> that someone <throat> passes, but then it's also like you've like the family's been destroyed or something like that yeah yeah i read an article today that there is about 300 people mm-hmm. that are in ontario they're on the waiting list for liver transplant okay and they in canada they for the first time ever mm-hmm. they did uh you you can't transplant your liver because you only have one but you can transplant a certain percentage of your liver okay yeah so you can share your liver with somebody else and if you have a if you have the um there's a certain blood type. It's a zero negative, I think. Okay. If you have that blood type, it's compatible with all the other blood types. Oh, really? So there was this dual liver transplant they did in Toronto for mm-hmm. the first time. Yep. And, yeah, so two people gave their partially their liver yeah. away, and the other two people are now alive. Wow. So you don't have to... Give a full liver. Yeah. Wow. On the liver, I guess. No, that's, that's just really good. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I can relate to that with the 3D printed heart. Yeah, and it would eliminate a lot of the other complications that come with transplants. Yeah. Yeah, I think this that's the future ultimately. Mm-hmm. You, there will be, and then down the line, your body's 
your organic body is more and more like a replaceable machine where yeah that was it's, I was just gonna say it's very sci-fi yeah, yeah you can stretch it yes so um, oh you need a new lung yeah well this is dying like will that increase our longevity maybe yeah yeah i guess so ultimately yeah. you can just replace parts yeah and then you can take it one more step further as next you just gonna clone the body and then you just transfer transfer your brain into yeah. it yeah <laughs> We're getting and some real sci-fi stuff we're here. We're taking off here. Yes. <laughs> but that's, ultimately, yeah. This is, comes back to where you said that sci-fi and those books, yes. when people write about it, that's what the future might bring. It's, it's like the predictive. Um, yeah, it's predictive. Yeah. It's, if you don't think about it, if you think about it, you create something. Mm -hmm. You create a spark, something you think about it. Yeah. Okay, so you want to get the words out of the way again first? Sure, yeah, we can do that. I, if you want, you want to start with your English word? Yeah, sure. So, uh, a long forgotten English word, and we will. I can't, I can't use it in a sentence without giving it away, but basically, using it in a sentence is um, the, the Dr. Martin Luther King and Martin Luther King are both namelings so a nameling was used as a term as two people with the same name okay <laughs> namelings namelings okay. yeah 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 so would that classify for your brother then too or if you have a sister or a brother would your brother or sister with the last name would they be namelings? maybe but yeah maybe actually but the, the the example that was used was actually it's the same name uh the same name okay yeah, first and last yeah, name links. Yeah, I have not used that word recently. No, I'm sure no one ever really has. <laughs> I, I I saw it and it was only used in like 1700. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Okay. So now it's, it's a dead word then. Kinda, yeah. Classified. It's like a long, long forgotten word. Yeah. Okay. It's almost like a, a word that somebody made up. It well, that's how a lot of words start, though, right? Yeah. They just ultimately yeah. compress something that they've heard and make it a different word. I agree. Like if you have a young <coughs> child living with you, sometimes they come up with words. Yep. They use a word, but they make their own word out of it. Yes. Yeah. And okay. then that it becomes that for that child, and then you use it because you're the parent of that child. Yeah. I like that actually. Yeah, and then the saying, the saying. Oh, we have a saying too. Yes, we we are going to do. English words and sayings. So the saying uh, was a one I heard on a TV show a long time. It's about procrast procrastination. Now, if you're a procrastinator, um, you'll say, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Yeah. I'll do it tomorrow. Well, the <laughs> saying goes, yeah, the saying goes. Um, I do it next year. May, yeah, maybe that. But uh, so the saying goes, what is today but yesterday's tomorrow? Okay. What is today but yesterday's tomorrow? Yeah. So, so it basically means if you're thinking there. yesterday mm -hmm. and you were in yesterday and you said, I'll do it tomorrow. Well, today is tomorrow, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. So that means pretty much what are you going to get done today? Kind of, yeah. It's yeah. like just do it today yeah. rather than put it off till tomorrow. I like that. And I really, sometimes you just have to say, okay, I'm going to get it done. Yeah. And and that's that's the whole thing behind it, too. You say tomorrow and then tomorrow comes and you're like, I'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> so it becomes a compounding thing as well. 
Yeah, you have to balance it.、Mm-hmm. Like in a busy family life. Oh, yes, I agree.、Yes. You can't get everything done、no. that you want anymore.、Mm-hmm. It's like I find sometimes I, it is over.、Yeah. I'm done, you know? But if you make yourself a plan or a timeline or if you schedule yourself something that you、mm-hmm. want to do and you、yes. get it done, even writing it down helps. Yeah. Having a plan of attack, yeah, that helps a lot. Yeah. Or do steps. Yep. That's Step、really、one.、Good. There's actually a Chinese, I believe it's a Japanese method of thought.、Um, and I, I don't know the proper term off the top of my head, but it is the thought. If you're learning something new, think about it for one second. Learn about it for one second. Yes, and also before you speak. Well, that too. But no, <laughs> like if you're learning something new and, you, and you're like, well, I don't know if I can do it, let's just say push ups, right? And you're like, oh, I want to get 100 push ups. Well, tomorrow or today, do one. Do one of it. Yeah. And then tomorrow, okay, maybe do two.、Mm-hmm. And then always progress. Yes. And don't compare yourself. That's,、oh, that is a killer. Yeah. An absolute killer of don't productivity. Don't ever compare yourself、yeah. to somebody who's posting on social media, hey, I just ran 50,000 miles. No, don't do it. Yeah. You know, everybody starts somewhere. Yeah. I like that saying. And I would like to apply that also to when you have a thought to some kind of reaction to whatever you saw. You should just take a break before you say something. Yeah. And reflect if it's really、Absolutely. worth it. Absolutely. Yeah, that helps. Yeah. yeah, there's a bunch of other sayings about that too.、Um, it's like,、um, it is better to be thought of a wise man and keep your mouth. Shut, then open it, and then remove all doubt. Yeah. But then there's also another one that is like the reverse of that one. And then I'll have to look that one up too, because that one's a little more insightful. Okay. Yeah. Okay, mine is, I'm going to do the saying first. Okay. So, Morgenstund hat Gold im Mund. I say it one more time.、Mm-hmm. Morgenstund hat Gold im Mund. That means the morning hour, you、mm-hmm. have gold in your mouth. If I translate it word by word. Okay. okay. So the meaning of this、yes. is that when you are being creative in the morning,、mm. you can create unique things.、Uh, okay. I gotcha.、Mm. Okay. Yeah. That, that does not translate as well <laughs> to English. <laughs> no, it's a culture shock. Yeah. That's why when the first when I arrived here, they, when there were sayings, I was like, what are you talking yeah, about? What, what the heck are you talking that about? That was one of the hardest things to learn. Oh, yeah. It was the sayings? Yeah. Yeah. And for the German word, I'm going today with an animal. Well, actually, an insect.、Mm-hmm. So it's a flying insect. And do you want to just randomly guess what it is? What are the odds you would get it right? A bee. <laughs> a bee. So it's a schmetterling. Say that one more time. Schmetterling. Schmetterling. Yeah. So that is a butterfly. Really? Yeah. Interesting. So this so- is. That's it. No, that's interesting. No, go on. There's this video on YouTube. I got referenced to several times because the German language, when you don't know it and you、mm-hmm. pronounce it a certain way,、yeah. for other people, it looks really aggressive. Yes. So, yes, the Simpsons comic comedically covered that very、yeah. well. So, there's a, lot of,、yes. there's a lot of play. And when I would say schmetterling,、yeah. then you would not think, oh, butterfly. No, it's almost like a, a metal lyric, like metal song, right? <laughs> schmetterling. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I also find it funny that some, some languages, not all of them, like, like I'm assuming German does, they have words for animals, like, like the butterfly, the schmetterling. But some of them don't have the English 
word to it. So there'll be a lot of times I'll be listening to news broadcasts and it'll be, um, I'll hear the person talking over the, the translator and they will be talking and they will be throwing English words in there outside of their native tongue. It's true. And I'm like, what's going on here? Like mm -hmm. they don't have a word for that. Yeah. And so they just use the English word for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very true. That's a good point. Okay, so I have one topic I want to talk about here a little bit. Mm -hmm. So as we know, Tesla, the automotive company, mm -hmm. has finalized now Model 3 and to ship, they're shipping it to Europe now pretty much. So they arrived there and I did a little bit of research here on some numbers because there was a very interesting tweet from Elon, Elon, Elon Musk. Elon, Elon Musk. He said that it's like when if you would buy a car right now in 2019 yeah. and it doesn't have any autonomous features like adaptive cruise control so that's very low end but more like autopilot yeah. this is pretty much like if you would buy a horse in 1919 1909 oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 1919 because that's how it was first when the cars were developed gotcha yeah you know how many horses there were in New York? Yeah, I was just going to bring up that story. I thought yeah. that was a fascinating story. So there was over, was it 50,000 horses? Yeah, it was quite a few. Yeah, over 50,000 horses, probably more, in New York City, downtown. And by the time the cars came around, there was a switch to the cars. and But you needed a horse to carry away a dead horse because yeah. horses die. Yes, they pass away, yes. So... Um, that's a very interesting topic. And also, the usefulness of a... Oops, no, that's wrong. The... <laughs> I screwed this up. I wanted to say something else here. The They have a, gra a graph here where they compare electric vehicles to combust internal combustion engines. Okay, yeah. And they say they by 2025, they will meet in the middle and then by 2029, they actually, internal combustion engines will be almost gone. Wow. Supposedly. And Elon also said, I always thought that the fundamental good of a Tesla should be measured by the number of years by which it accelerates the transition to sustainable transport and energy. Yeah. So, of course, that's a bold statement. He makes a lot of money. But maybe that is really his goal. I don't know. That's what it seems like. Like it doesn't. He just seems to have an idea. He, he makes it. Yeah. Like, how do we make a better car? We'll make it electric. So he put it out there. I know. And then they just update the car. Like next yeah. morning, you wake up and your car has a twenty-five more horsepower. Something like that. They yeah. just update it over yeah. the air because they're all connected, mm -hmm. and that's it. Yeah, they can tweak the engine, tweak the uh, computers. Yeah. In Switzerland, the Model Three now has been delivered since middle of February and in the first six weeks of delivery it sold more than any other car like this year you mean like 2019 yeah wow any other car and including any other fuel source wow okay that's huge so that's big news yeah yeah and let's talk about you want to go for ahead with the next topic or do you want me to, to pick no, something continue on it's going uh, good just on new roll here just talking. On a roll. Just <laughs> talking. We had a hard landing on the moon. Oh, yes. Well, we didn't, but... 
<laughs> Someone sure did. Well, the human race had. So we the the mission Israel to the moon. Mm-hmm. They sent out uh, a rover, I think. Don't quote me on this. Yeah, yeah. It's called Bereshit, Bereshit. Mm-hmm. However, this is pronounced. Yeah. And they sent a picture. Then when they were twenty-two miles away, orbiting the moon, and then one more picture, and then unfortunately they were attempting a soft landing, but they did crash. Ah yes. Which, in term of space language, is a hard landing. Yeah. And I guess the rover was lost, or. Yeah, yeah. it's done. Done. Yeah. So. Did they did they release a statement as to why or what happened or? Not a, no, no no but they are very proud. Then they right. highlighted that there's only seven nations that have ever accomplished to orbit the moon. Yes. Yeah. No, there's so, something to be proud about. You made it to the moon with yeah. a rover. Yeah. And it's a private. Yeah. Um, yes. It was a private uh, adventure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. No, there is. There is. There is something to be said. You have to look back in your failures to progress mm-hmm. forward. So yeah. Just look at this, the rockets, self-landing yes, rockets. Absolutely. Yeah. By the way, the Falcon Heavy that lifted for the first time a commercial satellite last week. Oh, okay. They landed the two outer rockets, and then the middle rocket. They landed in the Atlantic Ocean, oh. right on the on the drone ship. Oh. Okay. So it was a successful landing. Yes. And then they were retrieving it. So the drone ship was on the way back, and. I got a little bit wavy. Oh no! <laughs> so they lost it. Really? It tipped over, gone. Oh. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah. That was. <laughs> look what we did. And then the wave, the waves didn't like it. Yeah, it's a little bit of a storm. So. That happens. Yeah, but this is how you learn through experience. That's right. Yeah. One more thing, also Tesla related. Did you know that Fiat Chrysler? Okay. Yeah. They are actually buying green. They're paying Tesla for green tax credit, because you you have to in Europe you yeah. have to have a certain amount of your fleet electric. Yes. To reduce emission, and they don't have it. But what is allowed is you pay another. Oh, you partner okay. up with another company, and you can use their credit. Interesting. And you pay them money. Wow. So, what I heard is, Fiat Chrysler pretty much paid. Tesla so much money that the Gigafactory in China that they're opening is is almost completely paid by them. Wow, <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah, like it's 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 a, another compounding effect. Yeah. What were they saying? Um, the green energy. I don't know. I don't know the, how true this is, but they were saying green energy employs more people than the oil and gas sector here in Canada. Okay. Yeah. I guess it could be, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it also equates to jobs, right? They're sustainable. Yeah. Like the wind, the wind's not going anywhere. Oh, from that perspective? Yeah. Yes. Like solar, sun's not going anywhere anywhere time soon either, mm-hmm. right? So they're the, more sustainable. With the sun and the solar panels, I think the big challenge is to keep them clean. Yes. Yes. They they do have to be clean. Yeah. Um, well, like, is, is, the, is it like put them up higher? Like, you know, like I mean, just imagine like the Jetsons, right? If yeah. The cartoon show where they raise, the, they keep raising their houses above the smog level, <laughs> even though it is kind of like a, a hilarious kind of concept. But it not changing their behavior, not changing their behavior, yeah. but changing where they live. Oh, oh yeah, the smog's up to this level again. Okay, let's raise another hundred feet. Like, mm-hmm. but I mean, no, like just for solar panels, right? Do we raise them up closer? Like, like there still would be particles in the air. I don't know. They, yeah. I think annually here question. around Thunder Bay, you have to clean them once. Oh, that's not that bad. That's not so bad. But no. if you are in more 
where there's sun, for example, in the desert, yeah, you have to clean them a lot. Ah, uh, yeah, and they actually they have machines doing it. Oh yes, mm. autonomous machines. Yeah, autonomous <laughs> machines. <laughs> Make it automatic. Yeah. There you go. So I have to say this one more time: yeah. the Tesla Model Three. You can also lease it now. Like. But you cannot buy it. Yes, I understand that that's the new model. Yeah, you cannot buy it. Because in three years, it says the neural net for the autonomous car will be fully self-aware. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, term Terminator's coming in the form of cars. Because they will use it. You buy, let's say you buy a Tesla Model 3. Yeah. Now you can just park it in three years. You go to your workplace and then you allow your car to work for Uber. And it just drives itself yeah. all day for somebody. There you go. And you make double the money of the day yeah. or whatever. I is, don't know. Is, now, are they allowing that or are they like hindering that? This is all down the pipe. Then uh, everything needs to be worked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they set themselves a goal in three years, all those models that have mm -hmm. been leased will be autonomous. Yeah. Well, then, even what, who even knows what the market will look like three years from now, right? Like companies from Uber and companies from. Um, like the house, household rental things, they just kind of exploded. So uh, who knows if there'll be something else along the lines too that'll just um, upturn the market. Yeah. Well, at least you know in Thunder Bay we will not get those scooters. Oh. Yeah. Because well, of our winter. Yeah, our winters are so harsh. Like batteries, batteries can't last as well. Um, there, there definitely needs to be more research into more uh, remote use of these things mm. and power stations or like charging stations or whatever yeah and they say the european big car companies mm -hmm. are about three to five years behind yeah on the development well they, they spent cars. most of their time suppressing this technology yeah and now they're like oh it's selling and making money i know everybody predicted they were going to fail they're yeah. going to fail they're going to fail every year the outlook was bad yeah. and now it's taking off. Well, a lot of people don't know. Electric cars have been here for a very long time. Yes. Um, primitive, albeit, but they've been here since, I don't know, almost the 60s? Yeah. Not not, not even earlier, I think. Maybe even earlier, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> but no one either bothered to continue on or advance them. Mm -hmm. Or they were the rights, like what a lot of bigger car companies do, they buy the rights to these technologies that would help it and then just shelf it. Yeah. And then so no one can have them. That's protectism. Yeah. Well, yeah. it makes sense, too, though. If you think about it, if we're updating everything each year, like if they put out um, new light bulbs, more efficient light bulbs every single year, who could keep up with it? Who could yeah. afford that? It's almost just the like time? the phones. Yeah. Are you going to buy a phone every year new? Yeah. Well, I mean, I won't. Nope. Uh, nope. Me neither. Some people, they line up for hours, days even, to get the chance to buy it first. Yeah, and that's, that's good for them. I mean, if that's what they ultimately, want, yeah. they those people they bring also the advancement, right? Yes, yes, money. They bring with them the money. So we wanted to touch base on one more time on the black hole. If yeah, you remember the name now? It has it, it's been named. Oh, hold on, I got it. I got it. It's in the Galaxy M eighty seven, and it's called now the adorned fathomless dark creation. Well, that's that's the expanded form, right? Yeah, that's a long name, and um, but her name is Poi Po Poi. I don't know how to pronounce yeah, it. Yeah, we we don't know. <laughs> and you had something with time as well. Yeah, right? so I, I looked into it. Now, I asked Google, all-knowing Google. Nice, not Bixby. 
so I asked Google how time passes in a black hole. And this is the response I get. Most likely time does not pass at all inside a black hole. As you approach the event horizon of a black hole, we predict time to slow down until it reaches zero, just as it does when you approach the speed of light. Mm, that's an interesting theory. Yes. At first I was like, no way time can be slowed down to zero. That means you pretty much don't exist. <laughs> or not, you know, nothing even around you either. Yeah. I guess. How can you move then if there's no time? Because there's like, you're you're traveling so fast, there is no time passing. You try. So this means you're traveling faster than time. Uh, doesn't that make? Or at the same speed of time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because if a time slows down to zero, yeah, you would be traveling at the same speed of time almost. yeah i would take it further and say actually you can try this is the time travel theory yeah. of us by the giant yeah. you can actually <laughs> you can actually go negative in time once you cross oh, zero i see okay so you go backwards yes but we'd have to figure out how to travel faster than time huh? yeah in the black hole right so it travels on zero. Oh. Uh, my theory but if is you broken go, but if you go faster than the speed of light Maybe it's possible. Yeah, I I I know that supposedly the light, the speed of light is the fastest unit of measurement, uh, and Not anymore. I can't wrap <laughs> my head around it. No, I you know it's just like yeah. when they broke down the atomic, the neutron yeah, and the yeah. electron. They split the atom. Yes, yeah. and they did this two more times. Oh yeah, and they always found more components. In it, yeah. Yes, they, yes there's smaller, an, smaller, yeah. they did this in, is it in Switzerland or in Basel, where they have this... Yes, the Hedron Collider. Yes. Yeah. And they can... Act, and there was this big controversial yeah. theme that if this would be activated, it would be the end of the world. Well, they thought it would make a black hole. It had the, the potential okay. to make a black hole. Uh, right there. So if you can imagine a black hole opening up, in Earth. <laughs> Ain't so good. Yeah. But no, yeah, the, the Hedron Corridor has been amazing, and I think they're planning to build an even bigger one, mm -hmm. which is just, I think the thing is huge. I think the thing actually crosses two borders of countries. Okay. Uh, the thing is huge. Yeah. It's an amazing piece of technology. Yeah. And they just throw molecules in there and hope they smash into each other. <laughs> and it's magnetic, right? I believe so, yeah. Yeah. And then they collide, and then yeah. they take analyze that. They analyze what happened after they split. Yeah, I think that's fascinating. It's absolutely amazing. We'll we'll do a bit of research. Maybe on the next time we'll talk more about that thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, you a Game of Thrones fans at all? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> Too much people's disappointment. No, I'm not. Yeah, I me neither right now. I I love the books, but mm -hmm. I find that lately, the last week, I could not avoid any Game of Thrones because it's been pushed everywhere. Yeah, it I'm, has been. Yeah. Very excessive. So, just saying. Keep it easy. <laughs> <laughs> so, and the deeper cause of gravity was hinted at the NASA meeting mm -hmm. with the black hole. Oh, okay. And we just talked about the time. Mm -hmm. And now... Like, the Earth is circling around the Sun. Correct, yeah. All right. But w what is the Sun circling around? Well, it's been theorized that there's a super black hole in the middle of our galaxy. And that's what all the other galaxies or uh, solar systems are traveling around. Yeah. 
So now speaking of from little perspective to big perspective, mm -hmm. so this means do you think the universe is spinning around a black hole? I have no idea. To be honest, like that's what's been <laughs> theorized, that's what they tell us, but I mean seriously, like we're try to imagine we're a speck on a ball hurtling through space along with other solar systems hurtling through other spaces like it's and eventually apparently our galaxy is supposed to collide with another galaxy our galaxy Milky our way? galaxy yeah, yeah it's yeah. supposed to collide with another galaxy and if you can imagine the chaos that will bring mm -hmm. um yeah just imagine like solar systems smashing into solar systems or so much so crossing paths that they the gravitational pull from the other ones fling all the planets out and create exoplanets and where do they go and yeah. oh my god it's crazy yes yeah I think that there is a I know that there's a black hole in the Milky Way right in mm -hmm. the center and that's yeah. where everything spins yeah. around I find it's just interesting to leave that option open to think on a little bit bigger scale yeah so because in the Big Bang Theory it says that was this Big Bang and then everything goes into one direction yeah it expands it just kind of just went everywhere yeah. yeah but that would not apply then to the theory that everything spins around something if it's just expands <sighs> yeah like like they talk about the heat the heat death of the universe and that's because it it expands so much and but at, at one point do you think it would collapse back in on itself and that's what causes the big bang i don't know why I would mean, it go back why would it expand? Why is it expanding? Well, if there's an initial force. But you would think if this initial force, eventually it stops. Yeah, but if you throw a hand grenade yeah. and it explodes, yeah. it's not going to put itself back together. No, it won't. But the pieces that go up do come da back down, right? True, like, but not the same way. No. Okay. Uh, yeah, okay. And then naturally, everything in the universe seems to want to compress into a ball. Yes. What's with up gases. with that? Yeah, I don't know. That's <laughs> just the way gravity affects things. Yeah, everything is ball-shaped. There was a very interesting... Except um, that potato. <laughs> you yeah. think exoplanets yeah. are round then too? Because so, they don't have an external force? Yeah. Pulling them? Yeah. Because at one point they were part of a solar system. Okay. And then they were just kind of so flung if out. If they were round, yeah. then they continue to be... Yeah, way. unless they've been pounded upon by, like, asteroids or other planets or whatnot. Then they kind of lose their shape. Okay. Um, but there was a really interesting... I picked up a book called Mad Science, and it's just, like, science experiments you can do in your own home. Nice. Uh, this like, one's a little more complex, but you take a colander, and you take... I think it was... It's got to be metal, metal colander, and you take molten lead, and you pour it through the colander. And it a has colander? To, yeah. Uh, a strainer. A strainer, okay. Another name for strainer. Another English word yeah, for strainer. Wow. English has many of the same words for the same thing. I learned a lot today. Yes. Um, and you have to hold it above a ladder, and then you drop the lead into the, the strainer. Okay. And when the lead, by the time the lead hits the ground, it's cooled and formed a ball. Yep. Oh, it's always a ball? Yeah, it just turns into a ball. All the, the time? Molten, the molten lead will turn into a ball. Always? Yeah. Huh. Given that height. A certain height. Yeah, if you don't give it the height, then it'll just <laughs> hit the okay. ground and turn so into that's a puddle. So that's the force of gravity. Yeah. Good one. It's interesting. Yeah, we used to play that when that was New Year's Eve. You have this liquid metal that you melt, and then you pour it into 
water, uh-huh. and then it forms a certain random structure. Shape. Oh. And then you have this little book that comes with this toy, and you think, oh, I got a giraffe. A giraffe. A giraffe means you are going to have a good year. <laughs> Whatever. Is that Mercury? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still alive. <laughs> but it was in Germany, so maybe it was it was it was probably lead yeah probably given and it was a kid's toy so perfect given well, most most kids toys used to come with lead yeah even you can get lead poisoning by eating paint of toys yep yeah don't don't put paint chips in your mouth yeah mm-hmm. don't do that oh i also have one more english word i wanted to talk about oh, okay sure it got uh, recommended by one of our listeners interesting we got a request here yeah so the word is toodle toodle yeah it's more like a funny uh, uplifting. Oh, okay. So, do you know what it means? I don't know. I just imagine someone playing with their hands. Okay. Toodle, so, like, you can use toodle as a verb, mm-hmm. and it means to move or proceed in leisure. Yeah. And then you can use it as a noun, and it means, oh, you know, I'm tooting on the flute. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's true. Tooting on the flute. Yeah, you're just nonchalantly sitting there, it almost seems like. Yeah, so if you have leisure. any... I'm any, sitting in leisure right now. Yes. Totally. So if you have any recommendations, just send them to us, either way on Facebook or on Twitter. We have now both accounts open. There you go. Or send us a message on Anchor. And that's where we record our yeah. podcasts. Yeah. And we take requests. Yeah, we do. <laughs> so how's the 3D printing going? It's going good. <laughs> okay yeah it's going good going good are you working um, on some kind of special project yeah yeah you sent me some pictures about bunnies yes yes we will um we will be printing off some zombie bunnies for those of you that come visit us at the thundercon we will have some samples of those i'm printing them off by literally by the dozen nice um at a time yeah because yeah you told me that was a ram challenge yeah yeah so i can't so i attempted to cram in as many bunnies as i could um and at 18 my computer crashed and it told me it was a memory issue (laughs) wow so i had to start over and 12 seems to be perfect the perfect point yeah so you how many rams do you have I I have eight. Eight. I have eight gigs, and I believe I have a four gig video card as well. Oh, you need the video card. You as need well? video as well. Yes. How come? Um, just to deal with the models. Uh, there's a lot uh, of, uh, what do they call them? There's a lot of triangles in some of these models, um, and if you really want to get into the programming of, like, uh, what do they call it? Uh, sculpting, and then you can you can actually make a really good looking model, like a really fine tuned model. Uh, you can tune it down. To look like an eight-bit character. Oh wow! To have really heavy polygons that takes computer power, like video power, and then yeah. you can also take. It wouldn't work as well, but you could take an eight-bit-looking character, crank up the polygons to make it more fine-tuned. But then again, that takes time. Okay. And that's amazing. Video, yeah, video power. Yep. Oh yeah, we can go down the rabbit hole. You can. So you've been busy. Oh, very busy, busy printing. Yeah. Busy, busy. Yep, printing, printing like a mad storm, covered in resin. <laughs> yeah, don't don't get that on your skin. It's not good for you. Not good for you at all. Okay. Did you have any other topic you want to talk about? Um, it was a list, right? You had it. Yeah, I think we touched on most of the stuff that I had. Um, I think we also had another request to talk about Tesla, Nico Tesla. Okay. 
the the father of AC current? Yes, I went up a little bit, so I was amazed and at the challenge they faced back then when everything they had to put street lights everywhere. Yeah. Just imagine there's no street lights and then. Well, we'll convert them, right? Yeah, they used to use lamp oil, lamp oil, or gas, yeah. or propane. Did yep. they use propane too? Uh, I'm not too sure. Okay, but they, they that was someone's job. They had to go around town, lighting street lamps every night. Every night, and then in the morning, they just have to. I guess they could turn them off. Okay, like a fuel source. But yeah, at least you could sleep in between while you work. <laughs> yeah, you got that luxury. Yeah, yeah. So, um, like Nico Tesla, he was he was definitely an interesting guy. Um, so I want to touch base a little bit before you, I know you're going to dive in, but yeah. I want to touch just base on the education for a second. So he had, I think three sisters and one older brother and he was child number four mm. and the brother died and he had, I think he had a really close connection to his dad. Okay. So he went to school and he graduated. And he was good enough so he could go to higher education, Austria Gymnasium, military school. Oh, okay. And the first year he was really good. Like, he worked himself hard. Mm -hmm. Supposedly he worked from 3 a.m. till 11 p.m. Wow. For the whole year. Second year he lost kind of interest. He started challenging the teachers because he had recommendations where he saw things from a different perspective. And the third year, he dropped out. Oh, wow. And then he went, he was something with the family, and hey, he didn't finish school. In the end, however, he made up, and the family came back together, and then they sent him off to a different university. Gotcha. Okay, that's, that's so I would just wanted to go after the background. Okay, yeah. No, I don't, I don't know too much about his personal life, so I did a little digging. Um, so basically, I just got here a quick top ten list of stuff about him. Okay. Um, so he, he was, like I said, he was a very interesting guy. He had tremendous talent for visualizing his inventions. Um, he didn't feel the need to write anything down, to sketch anything, and he yeah. literally envisioned these things in his mind. Wow. And he could build objects or his inventions from his mind. So no plan? Just no plan, on. just... not not. It's not like, I don't know what it looks like, I'm just going to go to town and grab all these parts and I'm going to put them together. He's like, no, that screw doesn't go there. The screw goes here. Yeah, but he knows it. He knows it. Yeah, he knows That's it amazing. inside of his own mind. Yes. So um, he probably was using more than the average. Yes. Person of his brain. Uh, he also was very prolific in his career. So prolific is another English word. It just means very productive. Um, he wasn't a procrastinator. No, <laughs> absolutely not. No. The opposite. He was the opposite. Yeah. This the, he had a very strong work ethic. Um, there is thought that he never went to sleep <laughs> he yeah, never slept pretty much from 11 yeah. p.m to 3 a.m yeah um but he had over 300 patents to his name wow. when he died how did he die that's a great question probably of old age destitute he died alone yeah. with no money that's right yeah destitute another english word is that not brutal it is very brutal um but he was never recognized for his uh, contributions to science till way later, mm -hmm. till even after his death. Yeah, no, it's late, 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 and then mm -hmm. and more interest sparked in the nineteen nineties. Um, he had uh, extreme obsessive compulsive habits and was a germaphobe. 
A what? A germaphobe. Okay. Terrified, right. scared of germs. Yeah. Um, he had regular tables at restaurants, and basically every time he was served a meal, they gave him a, a stack of napkins. Is that a, is it a rumor, or is this a confirmed fact? These are facts. Okay. Yes. Um, this is speaking of geniuses again. Right? Yes, yes, very eccentric. I'm going to skim over some of the stuff that I don't feel is relevant. Um, one of his experiments, like one of his things was that he he had a... A building where he did his experiments in, and in the building was a hundred, an eighty foot tall tower, that he would attempt to do one of his projects, and that was send electricity, electricity wirelessly. I heard about that. And this scared everybody around because what it did is it actually created uh, thunder and sparks fifteen miles away from where he was, mm. um, and it frightened horses. And there was. Uh, documentation and this is interesting of butterflies being surrounded by what's called saint elmo's fire now saint elmo's fire is a weather phenomenon okay that is basically it's like plasma strands of plasma coming off of the object during oh, wow. intense electrical fields yeah that's crazy yeah uh, i believe it's also called auroras as well or oh, okay. something like that you yeah. <laughs> Uh, and he also he also had these visions, okay, like blinding white visions that he would have. Yeah. Um, and then he would, if he incurred a, entered into a problem scientifically, he have, would just solve them. Have you heard about his death ray? The Tesla coil. <laughs> I don't know if that's what it is. Yeah. But one of the comments I got was, supposedly he lost it. Right. We talked about this yeah. after his tragic loss of his. Mm-hmm. Uh, place where he works yeah. and supposedly he talked about his death ray is that the tesla coils it could be the tesla coils yeah because they would you would set them up and they could transmit electricity to any point that would take it right okay so if you set it up and a person walks by it a uh, giant bolt of electricity would <laughs> get you oh that's not nice yeah supposedly he also calculated the cubic centimeters of his foot uh foot no his foot Food. His food. Food, yeah. Really? <laughs> Before he ate it. No idea. Yeah. That is way bizarre. Yeah. So, he was a genius. He was an eccentric, yes. Yeah. It's a shame that there comes, there are people who are so far, they can think so differently in their time, mm -hmm. but it doesn't work with society. Yeah. At the time. At the time. It's only after they've come and gone mm. that they are appreciated. Most of the case. Yeah. Most of the time, unfortunately. Like Picasso. Picasso's another one. Artwork, yeah. yeah. Artwork is almost like you can't sell your art till you're dead. Or you're, gonna, you're not famous till it's limited. Well, that was... Um, well, unfortunately, Notre Dame uh, caught on fire last week. Yes. Um, and the... This week. The book, um, The Hunchback in the Notre Dame, sales have surged uh. this week. It has, mm -hmm. yeah. That fire was quite impressive. Yeah, the church is over eight hundred years old. Very big culture influence. Mm -hmm. Napoleon was in there. Oh well, yeah, he was in there. Yeah, there's tons of priceless artifacts, religious artifacts, artwork. Yeah, tons of it. Okay, well, I want to talk about something local here. Local news, yeah. I have one that stand out okay. to me especially because I try to 
you know, we do this podcast for a reason because it's positive and mm-hmm. we want to promote that and it identifies us with us also. So there is Kathleen O'Connor. She went with Doctors Without Borders. Oh, okay. She's a nurse. She went to uh, South Sudan, 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 and just you know what? She took leave of absence, mm-hmm. and then she went down there and she went right into surgery, wow. assisting surgery in that country for people that needed help, just like that. I mean, wow. Yeah. Heads up to you. Yeah. No kidding. Really nice. So, the designated truck route. By law is slowed mm. down because they want to have all the councils there when okay. they do the decision. Yes, and that did not happen last night. And also, the police board is regaining voting rights now after the training has been accomplished. Ah, yes, culture okay. sensitivity yeah. training. And there is the cons. Mr. Collins got reelected for the Fort William First Nations Chief. Okay. Okay. I think that's it for local news this week. I want to highlight. Well, we are thinking about highlighting also other businesses. If you come, uh, I mean news. If you come across something, just let us know. Yeah, for sure. Anything changing in the city? Absolutely. And I'm just going through here if I have anything else. Actually, speaking of the Notre Dame. Mm I played Assassin's Creed Unity. Okay. And this is set in the French Revolution. Yeah. And their skills of assembling a game is so detailed that I can say now myself, hey, I climbed this building. <laughs> I've I, been to Notre Dame. I've been to Notre Dame yeah. in that game. So it sounds funny, though, but I felt connected to that through there, too. Okay, yeah. Because it was it's a beautiful piece of architecture. Mm-hmm. I think even on um, Call of Duty... Two, I think it was. Okay. Um, like during World War Two, the game developer mapped it out the battles to I think within two meters. Wow. And it was an accurate portrayal of the battles and places and things like that. Yeah. yeah they use that for training too. Yeah. Actually. Yes. Yes. There are video programs that do that. Yes. And on a side note, I did beat Fallout. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to beat the game. You just keep playing. Yeah, I know. I'm like level 39. So you suppose that you can go above 50. Yeah, I think I played till... Yeah, I think I almost played to almost 60. That's crazy. I beat it. I started with the Institute. Oh, okay. And the Railroad. So somehow both factions survived. And then I reloaded it and used a different play. Mm-hmm. And I played with the Brotherhood of Steels, and they mm-hmm. turned me into a mass murderer. I had to kill the Institute and the Railroad. Oh, okay. I have to say I like the ending with the Institute and the Railroad better. A bit better, yeah. Yeah, because it's not so military-like. No, yeah. Well, that's their whole goal, right? Yeah. So, you have anything else? Yeah, you know what? Uh, just come on by, check us out at the ThunderCon. We're going to have our booth. We'll have a couple pieces of swag as well, not just the zombie bunnies we're working on here as well. So just come on by and get some swag. Yeah, we want to do some fancy pin buttons, maybe. Yeah, we're going to try some buttons, maybe some magnets. We'll, we'll see where we go. Yeah, <laughs> you can come to us and talk to us. Yeah. yeah, for sure. We are also cooperating with another artist, mm-hmm. uh, Westerman Creative. She's going to be there too. Her name is Lisa, and she is a freelancer in illustration. 
Yes, she did our she did our logo. Yeah, yes, that's right. So it's gonna be good. And there's lots of people who signed up already on there. You can go to their homepage and check out the vendors. And yeah, give us any feedback if you want. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, just toodle through this week. <laughs> <laughs> toodle, toodle, toodle. <laughs> A really good word. I can't wait for next week. See, yes. We'll see what we kind of come up with. Oh, God. I think next week I just want to do a longer German word. Even, the longer the better. Even longer than last time. Yeah. So I think that's going to be good. The most hilarious, longest German word you can come up with. Yeah. So to recap, this was a very busy week for space. We had four main events. Mm -hmm. And I just started following another company on Twitter that does a supply run today for the ISS. Okay. Yeah. I have to brush up on it a little bit yeah. because I find the focus mainly on space right now is with Falcon and gotcha. SpaceX, but they are the companies, private companies that have contracts oh, wow. to resupply. Can you imagine? Okay, we want you to supply the ISS with food and stuff. Can you do that? Yeah, we got rockets and stuff, like <laughs> just sitting out back or something. Like yeah, just rockets. The logistics of it, like. The manpower needed as well. Yeah. yeah, technology. Yep. I cannot imagine actually. It's hard to. Yeah. It's hard to because yeah, you don't want to go up there and hit a satellite or. Mm -hmm. And everything changes. And everything. Then there's people on the IS yeah. that you would put at risk if you do something wrong with yeah. the supply run. Yeah. yeah, you could be held for a liable for a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's tough. So hats off to everybody who's involved in that. Absolutely. Okay. This completes episode number four. Yeah. Us by the giant. <laughs> I'm Michael. <laughs> and I'm Logan. Uh, thank you for listening. And if you have any feedback, just let us know. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Have a good week. Talk to you guys later.